Greetings, Webcology listeners. The ecosystem of the web marketing world is always changing. Technology, and more importantly, radio is evolving. Introducing the next evolution of radio technology for web marketers, the webmasterradio.fm mobile app for iPhone and Android. Listen live, download new shows daily, and stay connected through our social media network. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app in the iTunes Store or in Google Play now. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 6th of March, 2014. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. And uh, it's been a, um, I won't say it's been a huge or extremely interesting week in tech, but a bunch of stuff's happened. Um, Dave, how are you doing this fine day? I am doing fantastic. How about you? I'm doing okay. It's a, um, again... It's another week in tech. I have been on Hacker Watch. <laughs> it's been one of those weeks. Dude. I've been on Hacker Watch. I've uh, actually. In, uh, I'm going to ask you. And I, I'm going to crowdsource this question. Okay. <laughs> okay. Seriously. So this morning, I, I, I get a notice in. Uh, in I, I get a notice via email that one of the WordPress sites I'm running for a client had a number of new files uploaded to it. Okay. I went and took a look at the files, and I'd never seen them before on a WordPress install, and I already knew that they were bad files because I'd never seen them before. And uh, so I um, made copies of them and then deleted them. So when I was looking through one of the copies, and actually I posted this up on my, on my Facebook profile earlier today, cr- trying to crowdsource an answer there, I found two email addresses. It, what, what, what it was was a... Uh, fake Yahoo email sign-in page. And it was a, you know, a spoof page for, clearly, for a phishing expedition. Uh, okay. So, these four, there was four files that made up this phishing trip, and they were replicated in several files in the WP Include uh, folder of the, of, the, of the WordPress install. Okay. Um, I got the copies. I got the copies of the files. They're 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 sitting on a uh, secondary hard drive. What do I do with them? Who do I give them to? To whom might to whom might might who might benefit knowing these two email addresses that are probably some stupid script kitty? But still, I, you know, do you ever feel obligated to try to pass this kind of information on to somebody who might do something about it? Yeah. Yeah, I do, and I'm trying to think on that one. You know what? I won't name names on the air, uh, but after this show, I will check in with a couple people. And, uh, and, and of course, any of our listeners who are listening live, um, if you know, uh, just send, uh, send Jim an email, and okay, uh, now, I'll if, do the same after the show. If one of those people lives in the uh, American Southwest and works at all crazy hours of the night, I've already talked to her. <laughs> Just so you know. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that, that's, that's been, you asked how my week was, and I'm telling you, it's just, that was this morning, and I've had said dumb stuff like that for much of the week. 
know, it's been good. Got a, you know one thing that was really cool? I worked What's on that? two audits and two different proposals this week. Now, audits are great. Now, every SEO shop, uh, you know, audits are, are one of the one of the backbones or one of the, the um, bread and butters of our industry. Agreed. But over the last couple of years, I'd, I'd say especially in the last two years, I found the number of proposals I've been writing has declined significantly. But in the last few weeks, and it could be seasonal, you know, people are starting to spend or starting to plan out the new budgetary year starting in uh, at the end of at the end of March or the beginning of April. Yeah, but I find I'm writing like you know at least two proposals a week now. It just feels like business is picking up again. Awesome. Are you, are you experiencing? Are you experiencing? You, you know what? I, I, or it, more inquiries? It's funny you mentioned that, and I I don't know if it's more individual inquiries. But better. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. So with with higher um, success ratios. Um, so you know, you know, uh, I'm thinking about it. no. You're you're right. It's uh, business is definitely big. And I, and I wonder why. Maybe it's that people are finally listening to uh, to those SEOs in the crowd and going, "Hey, maybe we should start planning now for next Christmas," which would be the right answer. <laughs> Maybe you, but maybe think. not. You might have uh, you might have seen that um, that funny uh, list that was going around Facebook the other day. Uh, the ten technical terms that people who are outside the tech world just don't seem to understand. Um, apparently, thirteen percent of uh, persons polled for this survey think that HTML is a sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> I also noticed in this survey that 70% of respondents had no idea what SEO stood for. Really? Now, I'm pretty sure that that's a lower number than you would have seen, say, five years ago. You know, five years ago, you might have seen 90% had no idea what SEO was. But it still struck me that, you know, three of seven people, 30% of the population, that's, that's, that's it. That's who, that's who know we exist. Otherwise, we are the ghosts in the machines. <laughs> <laughs> they know there's these pesky people, uh, but not necessarily what we're doing. Okay. Could you? I, I, used, I used to tell people that if the general public realized SEOs existed, they wouldn't trust anything. <laughs> and, you know, I got to say, the rise of the Tea Party proves my statement. <laughs> Actually, no, let me... Uh, let me let me reverse that. They don't know much of anything, so they – whatever. Anyway, um, that does not prove my statement. It doesn't prove a damn thing. That's definitely coincidence and causality happening. Okay. Some fun stuff happened with Google this week. Yes, it did. The most fun – well, at least the most impactful. I won't say this is the most fun, but the most impactful is – you seen the new Google layout? Has that rolled yes. out in Western Canada yet? Uh, no. Uh, well, actually, portions of it. I, 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 I lie. Um, I'm seeing, and have been for a little while now, um, the ad, um, you know, icon um, sitting there as opposed to yeah. the colored background, uh, but I'm still getting the underlines. <laughs> so it's like well, I got half. To, uh, to, try to, to try to paint a radio picture, um, Google's changed its search engine results pages so that, and, and, and ironically, they changed them to meet the European Union Antitrust uh, Commission's uh, uh, guidelines. 
right? Which stated you have to make advertisements more prominent. You have to, you have to let us know this is an ad. So you might remember that Google used to have this sort of uh, multicolored search engine result page where you'd have like, you know, a yellow, uh, sort of like a pale yellow or a pink or maybe a blue uh, translucent overlay. And then the, the ad copy appearing behind it. And then you'd have, again, uh, clearly delineated and, and, in the past, colored boxes running down the right-hand side of the screen of the traditional AdWords. Top three paid ads at the top. And then whatever sort of search results, be they local or news or general search results, presented uh, in the middle, right? Yeah. Well, Google's removed those colors. As you mentioned earlier, they've placed a little orange uh, symbol that reads AD. Um, ad, I believe that is in Google speak, ad. Um, <laughs> and they, they've placed that to the left and just below the beginning of the URL. But something that's even more impactful. So it's hard to tell what's ads and not ads anymore. There is a little line, a very faint line, delineating paid stuff from organic stuff. But even more impactful, Google's removed the blue line that underlines a link. It's just showing a blue word on screen, and it's increased the font size of the titles so that fewer characters are going to show on screen. Mm-hmm. So um, SEOs, SEOs who uh, you know put a lot of energy into writing titles. I don't think the rules about how the title is read have been changed, but what people see on screen most certainly has. So when you're, you're when, when you're writing those titles and you're thinking about attracting eyeballs and convincing the click, realize fewer characters are actually going to be displayed. So you have a little less persuasive turf to work with. Which, you know, what's funny is they've changed so often. Um, I've always tried to come in, and I'm, it's going to be interesting to see how, how it impacts. And it, I just did a search now. It's, it's changed again. Uh, so now I'm not seeing the AD. I'm seeing the color. Oh, AD. Okay. I'm gonna give. So I'm not seeing it say ad. I'm I'm seeing colors now. So obviously, you know, it went into testing, and now it's out where I am. But um, it, it's a, uh, well, actually, now I'm okay. You know, what? let's come back to this because I'm now trying to formulate something, and I don't want to be thinking out loud. So we have other stories, <laughs> so we'll, we'll go back to them. Come back after uh, after commercial break, and I, I'm probably gonna have some thoughts on uh, on what this is uh, what this is gonna mean for SEOs. Yeah, and by the way, um, if people want to do do their testing um, at home or at office, uh, do some searches when you're logged into Google services. Ream out your cookies and then do some searches logged out of Google services. Because, I mean, as an SEO, don't forget, you want to try to predict what the users are going to be seeing. Because this is who we're marketing to, right? So do some experiments uh, on, on your own back in, in Radioland and... Uh, Definitely make sure that you're signed in and signed out after after clearing your cookies. Signed in and signed out to uh, to get a sense of, of how Google is going to be displaying the words you're writing for your clients. Yeah. Another interesting thing out of Google Ad. Okay, you, you've got an Android device, right, Dave? I do. So you know how when uh, you, can, you can do voice search on your Android device, you know, sometimes you actually touch the wrong place on the screen and voice search just comes on anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happens to me all the time, too. I, yep. I think they did that on purpose. <laughs> well, as of um, the end of this month, uh, according to a Search Engine Watch article published, uh, well, published a couple of days ago, written by Jessica Lee, OK Google, desktop voice 
search is going to be introduced. Uh, well, it's introduced in some places now and probably introduced uh, around the world later this month. Great. You will start seeing a little microphone appear at the right side of your search query box. If the microphone is empty, if, if the microphone is uh, the middle of it's empty, it's turned off. If the middle of it is a solid color, it's turned on and your computer's listening to you. Or at least Google is. But you'll be able to do voice search via Google. So I'll be able to turn to my computer and say, hey, computer. Pizza, Toronto. Did you hear that? Toronto. Yeah, I did. Oh, did you hear my, my, my phone went off the moment I said Toronto. I bet you, oh. I bet you it just came in. Um, anyway, I'll be able to say, yeah, pizza, Toronto. And I will get all the pizza parlors in the place that's spelled T-A-R-R-A-N-O-T-A. Um. Now, I have no idea how OK Google works. However, you know, being a single middle-aged man of uh, the cyber age, I do know how OK Cupid works. <laughs> uh, figured out their algorithm, by the way. Fifteen bucks if anybody wants to know. That's a different thing altogether. Um, and I'm really curious. Like, I, I can't wait to start playing with OK Google so I can make OK Cupid jokes on the air. Because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in here, right? So what are we, um, I don't know, pro, con? Let's come in on this. I don't like it. You? I love it. <laughs> I'm all for it. It's, yes, it's, it's, I'm all for it because, of course, it was going to happen. Um, as an SEO... I think it's going to very much change the way people relate to um, searching. I think it, I think we're going to see a sort of like a, a a curve in which people start using much smaller keyword phrases and expand their search over two or three different uh, what we'll call query sessions. So I'm doing one search. I'm looking for a pizza a pizza company at Young and Finch in North Toronto. But I'm just going to say Pizza Toronto. I'm going to be dissatisfied with my results. I'm going to say Pizza North Toronto. I'm going to be a little more satisfied with my results. I'm going to say Pizza near my home address and be much more satisfied with my results. And it might take me a few steps to get there. And so the, the way people search is going to evolve over time. Do you think so or do you think Google will? Do you think Google will go, well, no, all you need to say is Pizza Place is near me. And I'll just pick up where you are and find you pizza places near you. Like, do you think Google will work? And I think they will. And here's why I don't like it. And I'm going to sound like a crotchety old dude here right now. Okay. Uh, but I watched the movie Wally, -E, and I thought to myself, what a sad, sad little world they live in. <laughs> um, and I and I didn't think to myself, you know what? I hope Google gets this down so that I never actually have to do any more than convert oxygen to carbon dioxide in my day. Like, I would really like to get it down to that point. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I mean, I get it on phones because I may be, you know, driving or whatnot and, you know, okay, Google, you know, how do I get to wherever? Okay, got it. I understand where voice commands are, are great. But seriously, I'm at a computer. I'm, I'm at my computer. Um, you know, I understand there's certain applications for voice commands. Don't get me wrong, but 
Um, from that context, I just don't like it. I know I, I sound like an old crotchety dude, and it'll come out, and I'll probably start using it, and then it'll be like Twitter that I hated for the first, like, year to two years of its existence. And I went, all right, all right, I like it. Um, but uh, but there, there's there's my take, is that it's just a further lazinessing down on our on our species. <laughs> um, I'm not sure exactly what to say back to that, um, given the numerous uh, lazy boys out there. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, like, I, again, I see, I, I see our interface with with uh, computing technology and with the internet changing so rapidly. Um, yeah. I'm still. I've still got, and I just wish it was a different actor, but I've still got Minority Report in my head. When you see Tom Cruise turn and sweep his hand across the, uh, across the plate glass that, that was his monitor. Yeah. And, you know, like he was conducting an orchestra, bring up, bring up, move, read, and assimilate files, information from files. I fully expect a computer interface run by non-touch inner non-touch communication in the near future in the very near future i'm with that has to be part of it yeah there there are some applications that i am you know thumbs up all over i mean i had a chance to play with the oculus rift on uh, on the weekend i know they're adding that (laughs) um you know and, and right now you're still using a controller and stuff they got some pretty good games out for it um, you know, there's pads that you can walk on and, and these sort of things. Um, in that context, do I think these are a great idea? Heck, I think they're a wonderful idea. I mean, they're, they're a great idea because I'm a gamer and I, I love that idea. They're a great idea because I can think of a bunch of wonderful rehabilitation uses for equipment like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and these are like, there's, there's lots and lots of, of great developments of these things. Uh, but I think I'm sitting down, I'm in front of my keyboard and, and I can't get the energy in to go and type in Google. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Pete said Toronto. You, um, you want to know what I want to know? What's that? How do they make auto-suggest work with uh, voice search? Could you imagine conducting a search and having Google go, No, it's stupid! No! No, <laughs> this? no dummy! Go use Yahoo, would you? <laughs> and we'll be covering some Yahoo stuff a little later today. Yes, we will. Indeed, we will. But before we get to any of that, I've had an auto-suggested that we have to uh, Google saying, Hey, go to commercial. What are you, stupid? Go to commercial. Well, that's, that's, that's not good. Oh, that's studio. Anyway, folks, we've got to, uh, we've got to run to commercial here on Webcology and Webmaster Radio and FM. It is the 6th of March, 2014. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. Stick around, coming up with some fun stuff from Yahoo after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. And there are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention, like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand, just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. 
Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Welcome to Market Square, where you'll learn about fundamental human truths and up-to-the-minute trends that shape how and why marketers and people connect. Market Square, on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Web College here on webmasterradio.fm. It's Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beatstock SEO. It's the 6th of March, 2014. And uh, Dave, uh, we just ran a commercial on Webmaster Radio that used uh, Brett, Gaddy, Brett Geddes as a, uh, as a spokesperson. And that reminded me, I met, I met Brad a couple of years ago at SMX in Toronto. Wonderful. I mean, Really cool fellow. We were, we were sitting outside and just, you know, having a conversation. Somebody comes up to us, asks for a piece of advice, and boom, Brad goes into, let me dump everything I can tell you right now on you. <laughs> and, just, and, and, you know, I, I just sat back because it was just an incredible experience. That man is razor smart. And that reminded me that SMX West is coming up next week in San Jose. Uh, March 11th, 12th, and 13th at the uh, fabulous San Jose McHenry Convention Center. You remember the McHenry Convention Center, Dave? I'm sure. Um, And at SMX West, a quick personal note, a good friend of, like, pretty much everyone in the industry, Dana Lukadu, suffered a uh, life-altering bicycle accident uh, in the autumn of last year. If you're at SMX West... And you go to SMX West at night, the uh, the party on the twelfth. It's going to be a large fundraiser for Dana Lukadu. Give once, give twice, give three times. Um, show the love, because you know there's, there's there just aren't words for for Dana. <laughs> She's just a wonder, one of the more wonderful people you would ever have the privilege of meeting. And she's doing quite well now. Um, not to say we're over the bit like these this fundraiser well well needed. She's got a long, long, long way to go. Um, but her, her recovery, so much, eh? well, that's that's it. But uh, but her recovery has been, uh, or, or watching it has been inspirational. Yeah, uh, and, and see the yeah. the strength of will. It's been breathtaking. So anyway, folks, uh, 
if you find yourselves around San Jose and you have a couple of days to spare, like everyone in San Jose does, um, <laughs> March 11th to 13th, the McHenry Convention Center right there in downtown San Jose, across from the Museum of Technology. Search Marketing Expo West, one of the uh, one of the more phenomenal ways you could spend a couple of days learning. Um, moving along, we said we were going to do something on Yahoo. Yahoo? Yahoo um, something. Yeah, they did. Yahoo! There we go. Okay, so <laughs> if your name is Dave Wallace, he might be bugged by this. Visify. Yahoo went and purchased a company called Visify. Visify is a startup that allows users to create infographics and videos using social media data. I like it. I do, too. I think it's a good acquisition. For Yahoo, it's a great acquisition. For search marketers, especially companies that have, you know, actually gotten really good at making infographics, it mightn't be such a good thing. I don't know. I'm worried a little bit about the quality, to be honest. Like, when when things are just mass-produced using, like, uh, numbers you sort of pour into the funnel from the very top. Um, well, you know what? Te- technically, I love it. But as, you know, sort of like an information archivist, yeah, I'm scared of it. You know, I, I view this, and, and I think this is where it's going to go. Um, you take... Uh, well, let's look at, at anything that's commoditized. Let's look at hosting, you know, as, sure. as a good example of something that started out as a specialized thing, became a commodity. Um, I think we're going to see the same thing here where the lowest, co- it's, it's great for lowest common denominator. It's great for me to throw up as the cover photo on my, um, you know, Facebook page or whatever, right? Like it, it's great for low level, doesn't really matter, need to throw it up. I, what I love seeing about stuff like this, though, is one of the things we saw when, you know, and to use the example of hosting, when hosting became a commodity, um, you know, three ninety five a month from GoDaddy, and, you know, you want to splurge double that, right? <laughs> and, and you're going to, you know, go with, with, with somebody who specializes in hosting, but still en masse, to entry, entry. on really high-end stuff. Um, so I, I think what this does is it puts... You know, for for just general everyday use, it's going to be interesting. People are going to use it. People are going to familiarize themselves with it. Um, but I think it's it's that awareness is actually in, in in an interesting way going to help the real specialists who do this for a living, um, and just sort of raise awareness to what they do and give the average user something to compare with and go, okay, this is fun. It's great for a Facebook cover photo, right? This is not a professional link bait opportunity that it's generating. It's creating a nice little bubbly thing for me, right? So, um, from that context, I, I think it's fine, um, and 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 I kind of like it. I think it's a neat tool that'll you know let my kids do some neat stuff. It'll it'll let me do some neat stuff. It's like getting your history out of Facebook, right? Like it's great, but it's not going to tell you the history of the last <laughs> decade. It's going to tell you a few little snippets of what I, in my random wanderings, thought were important, and I'll look through it and be embarrassed. <laughs> that may that may be true. Um, something I find interesting, and I know it's it's part of the um, <laughs> uh, something that's part of the same uh, the same report over at Search Engine Journal. Um, Yahoo removes Facebook and Google login options. It's 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 rolling out slowly, and it is doing this goodness of their hearts. Um, the the quote from them is that it will allow them to offer a better personalized experience to everyone. So it is for yeah. your sake that they're doing this. 
So now I don't mean to paraphrase on behalf of Yahoo, but I'm gonna anyway. You know me. Because we no longer want to share our data with Google and Facebook, or because Facebook and Google think we're like you know dorky and don't want to share their data with us, we uh, can't use that uh, common login experience anymore. So here's another step for you to do, but it's better. I think uh, I think we're having technical difficulties on the air. Can you hear me now, Dave? We're going to see what's going on with Dave's connection here. Okay. Well, okay, that's what I was hearing, too. Okay, so... <laughs> love, love... Again, Skype friends, fault. I've said this a million times. This is live radio, and live radio is fun. We're going to be taking a break here on Webcology. Oh, no, 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 too soon. FM. Too soon. We'll, we'll, we'll continue with Dave. I think, Dave, you probably sound pretty good right now. Are you hearing everything okay, right? Apparently not. <laughs> okay, so we're going to get you on the phone, and, yeah, we're going to take that commercial break. I think we need to reset that. We need to reset that uh, that node. Yes, it's the node. It's the node. It's always the node. The problem is the node. It's not our fault. Uh, friends, we're going to be taking a break here on webmasterradio.fm where we uh, get somebody in overalls to go change out the node. Uh, stick around. Back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. IRN USA Radio News. Good morning. I'm Jason Ward. In the midst of increased world tension because of their invasion and part of the Ukraine. From feet. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. 
Plus, let our in-house printing and CD DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101. On demand anytime inside the search engine optimization channel only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Dave's not here, man. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm wrong. I lied. Dave Davies is back. He's back on the line. We've had a, uh, a problem with the node. It's, it's always a problem with the node. But we're back. And uh, Dave, I don't know where we left it off with Yahoo. Um, it was really funny, but I'm afraid it got caught off by technical difficulties. As it goes down, you can't use a common, the common login between Facebook, Google, and Yahoo anymore because Yahoo won't let you. Uh, right. Something about sharing data and making it better. Yeah, and, and you know what? Here's here's. I don't think that's. I mean, of course, clearly that's not true. Google said the same thing. Well, we're making everybody sign into Yahoo using just our server. Right? No, <laughs> that's that's not how that works out. And we all know that, and that's fine. Um, you know, I, I don't expect them to tell us the truth on that one. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day, though, I think this. <laughs> What we had, we started with uh, with some good stuff on uh, on Yahoo uh, on their on their acquisition. I do think it's a great idea. Um, I think on this one, they're missing the mark. I understand why they wanted to do it because they're going. You made a great call. Uh, well, I don't want to share our data with Google. Okay, fair enough. Um, you know, and 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 this prote- immediate protectorate, same reason you know Google said you need to be signed in to comment on on YouTube, right? I mean, it, it's you tell us what you want. We know it's to get more users and and lock them into your field. Um, I think in in this case, though, it's a bad move on their part, only because they don't have the power. <laughs> like a, you know, when when Google does something like that, you can go. All right. Well, you know what? I mean, it's YouTube, right? Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> that it's that bad. It, it, it's YouTube. Um, you know. So, but in a, in a case like this, it's it's Yahoo trying to flex their muscles um, at a time when their mail's starting to screw up all over the place. They're you know, I mean, they're they're hitting sort of problems at the same time in their services. You're already kind of got people ticked off. Now you're making them do something that they're not necessarily wanting to do. Um, I, I don't know that this is a great idea for Yahoo's part. I understand why they're doing it. I just don't think the timing's very good. Well, I, I would I would like to remind you. I, I don't know if you remember because you might have been laughing too hard, but um, we did report last week or the week before that Yahoo is trying to get back into the search engine business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I can see them being, you know, I, you, it's just business. You cut off the data siphon. To when when you're dealing with competitors, and suddenly Google is a comp- is a very real competitor again. If Yahoo, if Marissa is in fact serious about re-entering the organic search market, which I'm sure she is, she's got to have that bee in her bonnet and want to stick it to Google. Like, let's be honest. But... I would if I was. You know, speaking of sticking it to Google, <laughs> 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 so. 
This happened just after we went off air last week. We, uh, I'd love to have reported this minutes after it happened because it's just one of those things that makes working <laughs> in the SEO world so much fun. So Matt Cutts puts out a uh, puts out a video and a tweet and Facebook posts and Google Plus posts, etc., asking SEOs to out uh, scraper sites. Um, I can think of a bunch of us in the business who've been begging Google to do this for years to go after scraper sites. Yeah, this has happened to you, Dave. You've had like you know, you spend like hours writing some article for free, gets published somewhere, and somebody else comes along, scrapes it, throws a bunch of adwords around it, makes a, makes a couple of bucks, and you know, you, you're not seeing any benefit from from that, even though you did all the work, right? Right. Drives you crazy. Yep. So Google is finally, finally taking the initiative to get to try to get rid of scraper sites, and their first step was to ask SEOs to out as many scraper sites as we possibly can. <laughs> well, that's cool. But then, you know, along came a uh, clever digital marketer named Dan, ba- Dan Barker. And Dan Barker um, went to Google, typed into Google, what is a scraper site? Which brought up a definition, Google definition. And this is what, this ain't me talking, Dave. This is Google's own words, okay? Yep. Scraper site. A scraper site is a spam website that copies all of its content from other websites using web scraping. The purpose of creating such a site can be to collect advertising revenue or to manipulate search engine rankings by linking to other sites to improve their search engine ranking. And that actually isn't Google's words. That's the words of a Wikipedia editor that Google scraped from the, straight from the Wikipedia site and repurposed for their own definition, surrounded by AdWords. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I absolutely love, um, and, and the image that, uh, that he posted along with it, with, yep, the, there's the query, there's the box with their definition, right below it is the same description coming in on the Wikipedia entry, um, the, the exact same description, um, you know, coming through. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> and to make it even more awesome, Dan, Dan Barker then puts out a tweet. You know, and again, this is actually, this happened at 2.51 p.m. last uh, Thursday. So just as we're going off the air. Dan Barker puts out this tweet. I think I spotted one, or at Matt Cuts. I think I spotted one, Matt. Note the similarities in content, in content text, and there he points out the, the, the two. And that instantly went viral. That went so viral. I've never seen a specifically an SEO-related tweet get retweeted almost 40,000 times in the same day. Never, never seen that before. Never going to see it again. No, it was just, I mean, it was perfectly timed. It was really, really quick. Like, he's, his brain was just on um, and, and, and really quite quick. Um, first one out with that little gem, and, yeah, that was, it was perfect. I mean, I, I shared it. <laughs> you shared it. We all oh, did. I did. 
Um, and we've all known this. Like you and I talked before, and I, I you know, I've, I've gone, I hate this, and I have big problems with the fact that they're doing exactly what we're seeing there, right? Like taking this person's copy, putting it up, and stopping Wikipedia from getting the traffic, right? Or stopping other sites from getting the traffic. I loved that he called it. I loved that he called out Matt on it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, of course, I like Matt. Everybody does, right? But it's like, yeah, let's let's call a spade a spade here. Yeah. <laughs> Quick note to Google. I I get it. Original content creation is expensive. I, I I get it. Believe me, I'm in the business. We make content. And by the way. I'm in the business. We make content. If you got a problem with this, give me a call. I'll give you a big bulk rate. Promise. <laughs> Friends and family rate. Just for you, Google. Just for you. <laughs> Very generous of you, Jim. I'll charge them in Canadian dollars. <laughs> I don't do that for everyone. <laughs> anyway, I mean, this is... Original content, Google, if you want to, you know. I live in a city governed by a guy named Rob Ford. And the problem with Rob Ford is he lies about everything. And, you know, the proof that he's lying is right there in black and white. You can look up the numbers. Well, it's the same thing here, Google. You want respect? Follow your own mantra. So you're saying it's white when it's on the table and black when he's turned it into smoke and inhaling it. Is that what you're well, that? that's what happens to carbon-based stuff, and um, you know, that's uh, I understand that crack is you know still carbon-based. Yeah, that's what happens to carbon-based materials when you apply flame to them. Yep. <laughs> anyway, so Google, you've been caught on your own dark side. Man, yeah. It's not like you've been caught. I mean, like some sort. Hey, over there, it's Google, the eight hundred pound gorilla. That's them. But like <laughs> seriously, God, like Google. If you need content written, there's a lot of us who are happy to do it for you. But, well, actually, let me rephrase that. If you need original content written, there's a lot of us who are happy to do well. Actually, let me rephrase that. Because um, you're just going to steal it anyway, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, they're like, go ahead and write it. <laughs> um, so what else do we got? I mean, there is there is a lot out of Google. There was the the bug. Uh, they're lowering some bug. I don't even know what causes something like that. I have a hunch it had to do with their translation tool. Uh, uh, what they have it set to ellipsisorum? Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know what caused it. For for our listeners who don't know, it was going back to uh, I think it started on March second. Um, was reported uh, over at Search Engine Land on the, on the third to give you a reference point if you, if you want to look it up. Although I'd seen it cropping up as well. I mean, you can still see it if you're interested. Um, basically, Google accidentally started injecting lorem ipsum into every site. Well, <laughs> or in descriptions of the of the site on their search yeah. results. Search page. Indeed, and you can even still do it now. I know uh, Jim, I had uh, sent you a link before, but if I put in one of the one of the words from it, so I put in uh, consecutor, um, you know, Jim Hedger, and you can see it. Obviously, it was in in part of their caching. Um, process of the thing because you can still see it now. So it's not like it was injecting it in real time. It was injecting it during the crawl. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, we would all start to see, you know, you, you can see it if, if you just type in consecutor as, as spelled um, in the lorem ipsum um, segment and then add in pretty much any word that wouldn't naturally have that, that word in there. 
um, you know, yeah, it, it'll it'll creep up, and, and you can see it in the descriptions. It's it's really quite funny. Um, and so here we have it. We're we're calling Google a scraper. Um, you know, now I'd say they're they're injecting content. So now they're cloaking. <laughs> you know what? what? This isn't Lipsisorum. This is Latin. I'm looking at a. Uh, I'm looking at the search result actually. Uh, uh, consecutor, Jim Hedger. Mm-hmm. And um, I recognize this text. There is some Loris Ipsum here, yes. Yeah. But um, in relation to a press conference I did in nineteen in two thousand and five at a search engine strategies conference in Chicago, the statement as read reads. Um, the statement was first stated by Jim Hedger of Webmaster Radio at Search Engine, and that's where it sort of cuts off. Weird. So they're translating yeah. directly into Latin in some cases. Well, and, and one thing, I guess, warning if people want to look this up, I recommend to do it quick because it will disappear. Uh, so, you know, you, there's the translation. Um, is it also what I found while I was looking stuff up? You might accidentally, like if you look up, uh, like if you had consecutor, um, and then try and look up like SEO. I went with a common one, and it's like, right, there's tons of SEO documents that use like Lorem Ipsum as an example. Okay, that's a fun one. I just did that, eh? I just did that. <laughs> Type in consecutive SEO. That is great. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, there, there, there we are. So there's, there's another little hiccup um, over at Google. What else do we got? Um, over at, uh, anything else over at Well, here's the one I saw this week. Uh, I saw you complaining over and over and over again in Facebook about how you hate Joomla. You know what's funny? And it was different reasons. Like, it was completely different sites with different installs. <laughs> it was just like, it was this, this horrible experience of trying to make Joomla work. Well, uh, oh. Shortly you know after, how I feel about Joomla. You follow me on Facebook. I do now, yeah. <laughs> Shortly after seeing your posts, I saw another one from Stepforth SEO, Scott Van Ack. Okay? okay. And I loved this post because it, it I trained Scott. Scott was my, my assistant when I was at SEO at Stepforth. And, you know, I'm a great on. guy. He met SEO, and I loved because I remember saying this to him. I remember that. I remember looking at him in the eye and saying this to him. I this is um, um, uh, just for the, uh, for the for the listeners. This is back in like two thousand and two, two thousand and three. So at the beginning of content management systems, when they were clunky and you couldn't do anything with them, I told them that I hated working on content management system sites back in two thousand and three, because again, you couldn't work with the titles. You could barely get into work with descriptions. You had to do a bunch of programming to make them halfway useful, and it was just so much easier working on a straight coded HTML website. Right. Again, this is this is at the beginning of the rise of PHP as an extremely convenient language. But for SEOs, I mean, the areas we had to work on were really clear: titles, text, tags, and internal links, and getting you know getting good external links. That was it. Yeah. And so it was much easier working on a uh, HTML site on a just a hand coded site than it was working in a content management system. Nowadays, there are there are I mean we. we, we in the WordPress world, you can thank Yoast Devalk for this, 
webmaster video host, Yost Devalk, for this. It's so easy to work on a uh, content management site. And now the hand-coded sites are a little bit more difficult, even for older SEOs. Yeah. So I just found the, I found the reversal interesting. But check this out. You hate the second most popular content management system on the planet running 3.1% of all websites out there. Yep. And I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> According to um, the uh, you know, w, uh, World Wide Web Consortium, 64.3% of all websites out there are hand-coded. They do not use a content management system. Okay? Okay. 21.4% of them use WordPress. 3.1% of them use, use uh, Joomla. 1.9% use Drupal. 1.1% and dropping use Blogger. And then we get below 1% like Magento, Typo3, Zbolt, and etc. Right. I just found that kind of... Anyway, it's from, I just found that way interesting. Um, I thought... I thought Joomla was a lot more popular than, as, as it turns out, than it is. And the popularity of WordPress is just, you know, I, I didn't think it was quite as popular as it actually is. Yeah, and the, the advantage, I think, to WordPress, I mean, and don't get me wrong, WordPress has problems, like oh, coding and stuff. It, it, it's not it's not perfect, because it, and no, no CMS ever will be, because it has to do more than you as an individual need it to do, right? It's built to work in, in, yeah. in the environment. But at least, at least, and, and this is what I hate about Joomla, at least when I want it to do something, I go in, I go to the most logical spot that that would be, and I do it, and I don't have to find weird little ways of making it work, create hidden menus so I can get a custom URL for you know this page or whatnot, but that I don't want to link to it from a menu. It's just, and, and anybody who's used Joomla knows exactly what I'm talking about. And now it's going, oh, yeah, that is a stupid thing to have to do. Yes, it is. Um, so, I mean, it, it just, it's much, much, much more intuitive. And that's, that's its, its enormous popularity is that if I had to recommend to a client what to do, uh, would I ever recommend Joomla? Clearly, my answer is no here. Would I recommend WordPress? Not in every situation. But if you need an easy CMS system to use, then yes, I would. Um, you know, so it's, uh, you know, while, while WordPress isn't perfect, I mean, at least it makes sense. And I, I, I absolutely agree with you. The, uh, recommendation has to be based on application. Like, what are you going to be using this for? If you're doing a great deal of e-commerce and you're, you're bringing in a lot of client or customer information, especially private information, you might want to think about a different content management system than WordPress. Right. Because you have a responsibility to your uh, to your customers. I love WordPress because, as I often tell my clients, by the time we're done, anybody in your organization is going to be able to update the basic pages on your website. You, I mean, for me, WordPress, in fact, is a, is a is a sales tool. You won't need me six months from now. Let me hear another company tell you that. Um. Yep. That's the the beauty of WordPress. But again, WordPress is a security nightmare. You're on top of it every day. You gotta be, or you're leaving a hole. You might be leaving a hole somewhere. Well, indeed, and I mean, you know what? Going flashing back just a little bit. If you are on something like WordPress, um, for the convenience you're going to get there, get yourself like that's where it becomes critical to invest in good hosting. Like we were talking about, you know, yes, where, yes it's a commodity, but. You know, get yourself, you know, and I won't list off names right now, 
um, just because you know I don't know if I want to you know publicize you know who we ended up going with for for security reasons. But there are good hosts. Spend the extra money; it's worth the convenience. And of course, you need to stay on your own stuff. But there are hosts that are built to be secure with WordPress. Invest the you know twenty thirty bucks in hosting per month yeah. instead of six bucks. You know what kills me, Dave? I mean, people people get weird about spending that extra like twenty three, twenty four bucks, and then their site goes down. They're spending like two days of work time fixing it. <laughs> well, yeah. Not to mention their lost sales during that. Oh, I know. I know. It's, it's always just jumping. <laughs> just like, but for all you gain out of this, how much downtime is it worth? Like an hour max, max for most. It's, you know, some of them it's even measured in minutes. Um, some, you know, if it was expedient, it'd be measured in seconds, <laughs> or really? half seconds. So, um, yeah, I just, I don't even, uh, you know, spend the extra money. It's worth it. I mean, if you have it, I mean, I understand not everybody has it, but if you have it, you know, skip going out for lunch one day and get yourself some real hosting. Yeah. Okay. We have about two minutes left. I really want to touch on the Matt Cuts video, how Google determines what is and what is not a paid link. I don't think we're going to have time for that, but it's something that I, I recommend everybody go go take a look at. Um, Google Maps. You seen the new Google Maps? Um, yeah, I haven't had a chance to analyze it. I noticed it yesterday, but was too busy working, like on with a client that I was on the maps for the pages. Anyway, we're down. We're down to about a minute and a half, so I, it's really about taking a couple things in here. Google Places has changed. It only allows one authorized uh, owner per business location. This is causing duplicates in uh, in Google Mapping. It's causing problems. Look at your Webmaster Tools account. You'll probably see a notice if you have more than one owner associated with a Google Places account. Uh, check out your Google Plus account as well. Work this one out. Also, if you have embedded Google Maps on your websites, check them because this change seems to have shifted the map uh a couple of inches, a couple of pixels here and there. Check them to make sure your pages look good. Great. We're out of time here on Webcology and webmasterradio.fm. So on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, that's Dave at BeanstalkSEO.com. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Jim at DigitalAlwaysMedia.com. You listen to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's March the 6th, 2014. Stay tuned. Great content coming up after these messages. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.